0: This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell.
1: What's going on, hockey fans? Welcome to Pucks and Bolts, a brand new Odyssey original podcast analyzing the Tampa Bay Lightning in their quest to further cement this team as a dynasty and Tampa Bay as a hockey town pucks and bolts will bring you in-depth insight of games practices storylines of your favorite players and coaches multiple times a week so in order to catch up on all the fun those mini episodes and all the behind the scenes that Kaylee and I will provide for you you've got to download this Odyssey app you've got to search pucks and bolts you got to hit that auto download button so you have all brand new episodes just sitting there waiting for you to listen and guys share it with other hockey fans Friends, family, Tampa Bay Lightning fans, who doesn't want to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning? You can also stream Pucks and Bolts on any of your favorite streaming platforms. I'm Casey Hudson, joined by my co-host Kaylee Mizell. Happy New Year, everyone. We hope everyone was safe. Everyone kept all their digits. Fingers are intact. No roof situations. Nothing crazy. There's a lot of good things already going down in 2023, and we need everyone safe and ready to go. Yeah, oh, I heard right. that roof situations are the most common accident between Christmas. Oh, and- like people are like taking down lights and stuff? There's, the, yeah, taking down the lights, or sometimes people for like a vantage point, like to go, uh, go up higher room. fireworks. And then, okay, like, I some- was wondering where you're going
0: with that. I was like, did I miss a news headline? Did someone <laughs> like fall? Like no Did Santa I,
1: fall off the roof? What's happening? <laughs> Who's been hurt? No, uh, it was just a weird little fun fact I heard on on uh the Pat and Aaron show the other day. And I was just like, geez, Lois. I didn't know that many people were hanging out on roofs. So I know we love a rooftop bar, but anything outside of that is is risky. But <laughs> we're hoping you guys are having a great new year. I have no voice. Um I have a chance Kaylee and I talk a lot and we were talking before this, but I'm just letting you all know that if if you hear this voice get a little weird, it's because Not that I, you know, was out there
0: living it up.
1: I was living it up. But it's because I am a competitive board gamer, and I've been talking for about four to five days straight. So um, the itch of my throat has finally taken over. Uh, But I hope everyone has safe New Year's. Kaylee, how was your New Year's? It was was great. It was chill, which is exactly what I wanted it to be. I uh, made some homemade pizzas.
0: hung out with some friends. Uh, yeah, it was very chill. It was, yeah, it, oh, like God. I said, exactly what I wanted it to be. My friend's kids were like uh, at like 9.40. They kept telling their parents like, I'm tired. Can we go to bed? Can we go to bed? So my friends like left our house at like before the ball even dropped. They left at like 9.45, 10. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. then I – my baby was already in bed i cuddled with the dogs and uh it was it i heard some fireworks going off i rolled over i kissed my husband at new years i said hey happy new year happy 2023 let's go back to bed so uh that was a plus new years in my book
1: sounds easy breezy and less dramatic than 90% of america's new years eve so i love that i love that we did um we did a champagne party at, at my me and my roommate hosted friends we played so many different games, and
0: then we, Casey, what's your favorite yeah. board game? You like threw out there that you were playing some board games. What's your um, what's your go to
1: board game? But this one was really cool. It's called First and Last, and so it's we, okay. it's we like trivia games, we're big okay. trivia game people because we think that we're like the, the, the out of our generation, huh? Okay, are you good at it? Like, are you good at like bar trivia? I, I'm decent, okay. I have my moments, I haven't figured out yet if I'm better with or without champagne in my system that is still being under review, but probably better with, I think almost with, cause I'm not overthinking it. I'm the yeah. ultimate overthinker. So when I can't get in my own way, then it's like, wow, this is cool. I know some things. I know some random things. So it was, it was a really fun trivia game um, of just random things. And then like the list that we had to name off of like historic things. And I was just like, wow, I paid attention in that class. I know this. So um, it's just everyone does not their- exist exactly, exactly, and I'm like weirdly decent with science, too. So, now it was okay. a lot of fun. And then, we at 11 o'clock, we snuck out, we went to the pier to watch fire a firework show, 30 minutes of a firework show. Turned around, came right back home, ate. Uh, we had the best spread between charcuterie and snacks, mm. dips, all the dips. I'm such a big dip person. Uh, I'm so it was a cherry crackers, girl. girl, like,
0: oh. I'll have
1: like just like a night like
0: we won't even do dinner. It's like dinner is cheese and crack. Like this isn't just an appetizer. Like no, this is what we're this is the meal. We're gonna like do it big with some, you know, cheese crackers. Like all the all the different meat selections. Like I'm gonna make a board and you're gonna love it. Um, I love
1: that. You can never go wrong with meat and cheese. So anyone that says otherwise yeah. is severely wrong and should reevaluate their meat and cheese love. And we we're happy yeah. to help them with that. Um, outside of that, though, Kaylee, I'm glad that we both were able to enter the new yeah. year chill, rested, reset, ready to go because it now. We're made it made it
0: easier to league. enter. Yeah, it made it easier I to enter the new year like that
1: yeah. because yeah. the thing had been winning. It's like. And what? we're heading into that, like rocket launcher mode of hockey season you know we're about to get dropped out of the sky (laughs) we're about to do some skydiving free fall into the second half of the season honestly not the second half but you know this is where it starts to ramp up i know after all-star week is when things really get get going and crazy but this is where it starts to pick up and as you said kaylee the lightning are winning and they're not just getting by it's not these narrow escapes it's not these uh hard games to watch or we're not going to get a press conference with Coach Cooper after being like that was a bizarre win. They're doing great things. Um, before we get into the first recap, I think the biggest thing to point out is the fact that this team has seven consecutive wins on home ice at Emily Arena. Uh, you always love racking that up because I think it just gives you this whole different element of confidence to host a team when you know that you've just won seven. Uh, you're really the king of the mountain. You're proving that to not only yourself, but your teammates and all Bolts fans, and I. While they're going to go on a bit of a, a small away stretch here, I feel like the increment of time that they're away and come back away and come back, they can continue to build off of this exciting little statistic. So seven consecutive wins. Last time Kaylee and I chatted with you guys, we previewed the New York Rangers coming to town. We we gave all the warnings, we raised all the red flags, and you know what? The Bolts came out with a W. Kaylee.
0: Yeah, they certainly did, Casey, and. uh it wasn't exactly the game that you would have thought, you know, we talked about like, Oh, the lightning starting off really good and um, having a hot start, all these different things. But what is good to see about this lightning team, what you're, what we're seeing in a a roundabout way is that they are winning in different ways. So you see them come out and um, you know, in that game, in that first game back, they come out and they have a hot start, you know, against the the Canadians, right? But mm-hmm. with the Rangers game, it looked a little bit different. You know, it, it it's not exactly, you know, what that looks like. The Rangers came out and got a score, you know, right off the bat.
1: <clears throat> One of those and problematic players that we talked about, Kaylee. Let me yeah. go ahead and butcher his name really quick. Uh Zabana Yeah, there you go. Mika. Um, so,
0: so, you know, they come out, they get, they get something done and then it's the lightning playing really good defense and not allowing the Rangers to capitalize on more than that one goal. And it's something that John Cooper preaches a lot, which is, you know, you don't want to give teams an advantage by having them having them just get continual goals, continual goals. Um, so kudos to the lightning for, for actually playing fairly good defense after, you know, um, after that first period, when zabinajad comes in and scores, it's not until the third period, a few minutes into the third period where Braden point rounds things out and, and gets his own score. And then, Again, it's just kind of two good defenders, really good. Um, not just defenders, but man, the you look at the the battle in the net in this game, and like As what a masterclass play. in goaltending. You know, yeah. it truly was between Vassy, Vassy. I mean, both goalies saved in the regulation. A combined what thirty? There was the the bolts had 38 shots on goal. Shusherin saved 37 of them. Vasi saved 38 of 39. So I mean like each of those goaltenders just elite performances mm-hmm. um because there there were some pretty good shots on net in this game. The Rangers had a total of 46 shots uh, overtime included. The Lightning had 40 overtime included it was just a really good defensive game Mm -hmm. and very different from the game that we just saw the lightning win previously against Montreal. Mm -hmm. So they're winning in multiple ways. Their, their, their offense sometimes has a really great night. Their goaltender sometimes has a really good night. Their defense is sometimes having a really good night, but they come out. Not only do they get the two points because they win in a shootout, um, you know, but overall it just ends up being, and it, of course, it's kind of cute and cool. I think that that Killer is the guy that finish things, finishes things off in the shootout. I like that for him. Um, but Casey, I think the biggest thing you know that I like about what this team is doing, we'll get into it a little bit more when we look at the Coyotes game, is that mm-hmm. these are three games that they won against the Coyotes, the Rangers, and Montreal. Mm-hmm. And they won each of the three games in completely and totally different
1: ways. Yep, you took the words right out of my mouth, um, which leads me to like the overall point that I had from what we've seen over the past few games is you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have more tricks in the bag in order to go across the finish line here. Mm-hmm. You and I talk a lot about adjusting on our other podcasts, um, but this is a team that's showing you that they've been able to do it very well. You you didn't depending on who's in in net for the Rangers, um, that's where game planning comes in so keely you know shesterkin's one of the best goaltenders in the league right now that can be a scary thing if you look at some of the rangers games it's because of shesterkin that they've even had a fighting chance to be a part of those games and if there's any team they can identify that understand what that feels like and know how to kind of push past that it's this lightning team who also has a very fantastic guy between the pipes whom they have relied on in certain games to pull them across that finish line. So their ability to evaluate and adjust, I think is huge. I think it's really cool that we've seen them play almost three different forms of hockey over the last three games that they have won here. Um, With this team, if you know that you're going to have to load up on goals, but you don't want to, this is something I appreciate about John Cooper and this team. Um, And I have made the mistake I will own it 2023 new me. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I will own the fact that sometimes I'm like, all right, tough goal. You got to load up those shots on goal, load it up. But then I'm also realizing if you know, you have to know your strengths and you have to know your weaknesses earlier in the season. This wasn't the strongest team on getting their own rebounds and staying in, in the zone. If they would load up shots on goal, they lost a lot of those rebounds creating in giveaways and, they would end up being put on defense very quickly. The transition time would switch knowing that that wasn't one of their strong suits, even though the rebound game has gotten a lot better with this team. They didn't go into this game with just thinking load up and see what happens. They were more strategic about it. So they still got off pretty decent shots on goal. Um, but they collected their rebounds. They didn't have a bunch of messy giveaways. Um, The takeaway total hasn't been as high, but it's just because they're still trying to manage the pace of the game and not allow it to get away from them. So that goes into a larger defensive effort and you're not just relying on your deep airings to do so. The defensive element to most of these forwards games is tremendous. And I feel like this is one of the first rosters where we've seen each forward have a defensive element to their game that they can all rely on and feel confident about. So you said it perfectly, Kaylee, this was a big defensive game for these guys. Um, they you know, when they when they thought they saw the shot, they went for it. When they didn't, you know, they tried to reset up, get acclimated, but they did not try to force anything, and they didn't do it against a goalie that would have made them pay for it, players that would have made them pay for it. And you want to talk about a strong defensive effort? Let's go back to the fact that some of their top players didn't even have a chance to breathe in this game. That's how you know you're playing great defensive hockey. Uh, Adam Fox has been on the top of the stat sheet for 85% of the Rangers' games. And I mean – you you just look for where he was, and that not saying that he didn't contribute, and then he wasn't there, but still, their ability to contain um, key guys was fantastic. You also didn't see a load of the penalties that we were concerned about for this game. Um, it didn't turn into this miss this messy matchup that took place. It wasn't everyone taking paying rent in the penalty box. So I just truly appreciate the fact that this felt like a strategic win. Mm -hmm. It was a tough win. And most games, when you have great guys between the pipes, as you said, Kaylee, that's what it's going to come down to. It's low scoring. It's going to be defensive minded. And it wasn't a sloppy game to watch. Um, And I always have to give kudos to these guys when they show up in a second period. And that's when they really started to try to take the game flow back. And then Braden Point, I mean, at this point, somebody needs to engrave his name on a cape and give it to him. I'm surprised it didn't come packaged for him for Christmas. The disrespect. <sighs> no, I'm kidding. But still, uh, I feel like, am I crazy to say, are we seeing a different Brayden Point? I. He's always been spectacular. He's always been skilled. And I know health has played a thing. But I mean, just in terms of what we're seeing so consistently, is this a different Brayden Point? I would love to. For Pucks and Bolts fans to let us know, uh, hit us up over at Pucks and Bolts. But Kaylee, what do you think?
0: I don't know if it, it, it exactly that it's a different Brandon point, but I do think that the combination of the top, I mean, Brandon, you can't, it's hard to account for what Brandon Hagel brings to the table. Oh, that's a fun mm-hmm. rhyme. Um, but uh, but it's huge. And, and I think that his game allows a guy like Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov to shine in their, it's like they all feed off of each other. You know, when you're around somebody and they and you just are like, oh wow, you make me feel even more yeah. like myself. Like you make me feel like the best version of me. I think all three of these guys do that for each other. So Breeden Hagel really allows Breeden Point and Nikita Kucherov to shine in their maximum states. And I think that they do that for Higgs. And I think that Pointer and Higgs do it for Kooch. So it's just like this, I, I, I kid you not when I say, I think that this is one of if not the best top line in the NHL right now like they're playing yeah. so well together they just have this like ferocious ferocity about them when they play um but also so much so much skill and talent like raw talent um it, it, it's really beautiful to watch it's so cool uh they skate so well they're fast they know how to move in space um, you know, the way that Nikita Kucherov sees the ice, the way that he's teaching Pointer and Haggs to see the ice in the same way, Pointer now can create space, not exactly in the same way that Kuch can, because Cooch is still like that raw, magical talent. That um, is. but, but Pointer is creating more space in that way. Um, and so I just think to that point on, on Braden Point, he just, he just knows he just knows how to do it um and uh steven stamkos was actually the guy uh the first assist on that goal and stammer knows pointer as well like they they know each other this is a core group that they're very comfortable with each other they know each other really well and Mm -hmm. so they're able to set each other up to make these fantastic plays these fantastic goals and Braden point is a guy that when you set him up to make a good goal, man, he gift wraps it and sends it home, and just blows you away with how pretty that package is. Um,
1: so, Braden Point coming up big, uh, but he's not yeah, the only Ryan one. Had the most shots on goal as well. It was Nikita Kucherov leading with eight yeah. shots on goal, Pointer with five, and Hedges with six. So, you're right, Kaylee. They just there's a synergy to that top line that's going to be unstoppable if it's not already. Uh, yeah, and it is exciting to see. It, it
0: yeah it definitely is you you love to see it this is a team in Casey we've talked about the face off you know again the, the the lightning did really well in the face off dot in this game um you know between pointer and you know hags belly sorellis i mean sorelli had 11 of 15 face off wins 73% so even like things like that of this team, it's it's getting tighter. They're getting better. They're improving. And that's what you love about this team is that even if things start slow, they continue to improve, to tweak, to get better as the season goes on. And we're seeing a big picture of it now. Uh, and like, like we kind of hinted at, the Lightning are winning in more than one way. And I think that taking now. Oh, well we have to do cherry pickers first. Okay. So let's do quick cherry pickers of the Rangers game. We kind of teased it maybe a little bit with, uh, with that talk about the first line, Casey, um, actually I'm going to go sneaky here. I'm going to go Alex Kalorn. You know, you win the shootout, uh, you, okay. you get, you okay. get the game going. Uh, I like when killer feels good about himself. I think it gets the whole team going. Killer's got, uh, He's a funny guy. He's got this natural like swag and confidence to him. This like, you know, this like Harvard like I played at Harvard kind of he like does. swag. He has he has that about him, but you love that about him. It's like yeah. this like I I can't even put words on it cuz it's not exactly <laughs> swag. It's like more than just swag um, this like, like yeah. that he like walks but I love it and uh when he gets going it gets all the guys excited so it's so killer,
1: true.
0: yeah killer killer is gonna be my cherry picker for uh for finishing things off getting the shutout or the shootout win uh for this lightning team
1: I love that. Obviously, everyone knows that you and I think the world of Braden Point, that top line, and yeah. what, they bring, what they bring to the table. As we've said, um, there's not enough raving, great, you know, raving that can go on in, in lieu of what Braden Point has done game after game after game. But I got to take a, a pivot myself, Kaylee. I'm going to give it to Andre Um Almost I think. So Asi, good. Yeah, he deserves it. I think it. something happens when, when you're going up against another great goaltender. You can kind of either crumble or it there's a psychological warfare to it. And we already know that goalies are very, very special in terms of how they, they, they process um, and how they analyze and just their, their whole routine to make sure that they're in the best mindset possible to show up for their team. So I got to give it to Vassy um, because to go, not that they're going head to head, head to head, but you know, to know that Shisterkin's in the other, and the other net to know what he can produce and how he comes in strong for his team. Vassie always comes in strong for this team. It just didn't feel like this all or nothing on Vassie kind of game. And when that happens, um, I think that that gives Vasilevsky the confidence to go into a shootout and to come up big for his team. So you give it to Killer for having that shootout goal, but it also helps that Vasilevsky can deny guys access, um, and he does it in just such a fashion. He does it at the right time. So I'm going to give it to Andre Vasilevsky. I'm pretty sure both of us would honorably mention that front line, uh, that first line, you guys. But outside of that, I'm taking it between the pipes this time, which takes us to another exciting game to talk about, Kaylee.
0: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And again, another exciting game, another different kind of win. Mm-hmm. So the Rangers scored first in their game. Uh, but the B- Bolts defense kind of came in in well and only allowed them one goal. A little bit different in this game, Casey. The Coyotes get two back-to-back goals within 30 seconds of each other mm-hmm. to start the first period. So within the first seven minutes, they get back-to-back goals within 30 seconds of it. That can be deflating for a team. That can be like, how do you respond to that? Well, yep. you get a guy like Braden Point, Point. He responds.
1: Oh, wait, um, there's that guy again.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, and Braden Point, uh, Nikita Kutrov with the assist shows up. Uh, so it was a 2-0 game, now just a 2-1 game. um, And so they don't feel super terrible about their game. You know, it was not clearly a not, not a great start to the game, but able to respond a little bit and then hold them off, keep things within that one goal mm-hmm. for the rest of the first period. And then Casey we've talked about the second period and, and some of the struggles that the team has I had owned the second period. No longer is the second period a struggle. This, oh. I mean, you use the word owned. Uh-huh. They owned the second period. You've got Mikhail Sergachev, Steven Stamkos on the power play, getting his 498th goal. There. Ooh, shout out to stammer. Yeah. And then, of course, the guy Alex Kalorn, who we were just talking about, Casey. What did you think of? First of all, the way things started in this game, because it's like, oh, that's not great. Right. But then the way that the Buck or the way that the Bolts responded, and then came out in the second period, kind of giving giving a, I don't know, just a a great response, a very mature uh, way that this team went about that.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, it just takes me back to that whole adjustment uh, statement that I made earlier, because they were almost forced to play more of a defensive game in the first period. And they completely flipped the script and dialed in uh, offensively in that second period. Um, what I will say is that I know that something that we've all kind of seen and thought was the uh, the identity of this team was they're, they're better in control when they start first or score first. And then they're showing that, you know, don't put us in a box. We can... We can, you know, trail and bounce back and it doesn't always have to come in the third period. That's what stood out to me the most here is that a lot of times when they do start games and they're trailing, um, it takes them a minute to get back in the game. It takes them a minute to recommand control or they end up never recommanding control and uh, just doing what it takes in that third period to secure a win. That wasn't the that wasn't the blueprint of this game. Braden Point being able to respond before the end of the first period gives them that spark. They didn't come in and just play to level the scoreboard in the second period. They came to take over in the second period. A second period where technically they haven't always been the strongest. They accumulate the most shots in the first and third period. Their stronger performances are typically in the first and third period. We're seeing a lot more action in the second period from this team, and it's not coming in an ugly way. They also pull together not only on even strength, but capitalizing on the power play here. So what you love to see statistically from this team, a team that's rounding out, so well at the right time of the season i'm gonna keep saying that until we're sitting here in playoffs having a co- different conversation but you know they open up on even strength mikhail Sergachev, Braden point on the assist victor Hedman. we're hearing victor Hedman's name a lot more and while it might not be in the yep. goal column that assist column is just as important especially as a defenseman on this team on this roster in this system and structure oh but wait a minute next line steven samcos victor Hedman you're you're starting to see everyone expand their role in a very particular kind of way. This isn't a one-dimensional team, and that's the next thing that they're making apparent to, apparent, apparent to the league. They're not one-dimensional. So it's the ability to adjust. It's the ability to wear different hats at the right time and show up and be what what's being called on them in that moment. And to do that in one 20-minute period and then flip the script in another 20-minute period, that shows you that they can contend with top teams. And I'm highly anticipating you know some of the bigger games that are going to be coming down the stretch here how they're going to be able to maintain and build off of that so we are also seeing other names get involved you mentioned alex Kalorn. he was also another key piece to this game kaylee at the end of that second period there a swaggy killer a confident killer is an all caps killer guys it's nerve-wracking team should be scared when alex Kalorn starts feeling himself and he is He is playing a key role in every single game taking part so far, whether it's a key assist, a clutch goal, uh, a setup, working the boards. He's doing the right thing at the right time. And so while you might not hear his name throughout the entire game, you're going to see him in the stat column doing something important for these guys. And he's only expanded that game by game by game. So you mentioned me loving this guy. You mentioned uh, the excitement that surrounds around him, but also it's just the fact of what's, What's to come for Alex Colone and what he's already doing and the top line? What else? You
0: yeah. Uh, no, a hundred percent. This, this, it's. We've talked about it before. It's not just the top. You and you explicitly called it out. You said, you know, my my Christmas wish list, my holiday wish list is getting con- contribution from other lines, and mm-hmm. we're starting to see it. You know, you see the the fact that we're seeing defenseman's name come up in the goal in the assist column the fact that you're seeing Alex Kalorn come through um, the fact that you're seeing goals not only on even strength but also in the power play those are all really really positive things and then again Casey you you know we talked a little bit about that first line but rounding things out with Brandon Hagel and the fact that he gets that power play goal in the third period to make it five three Mm -hmm. you know he's just a guy that is feeling himself right now. And I'm excited to see what he's going to do when he returns home to Chicago and plays the Blackhawks coming up tomorrow. And of course we will have the recap of that game for you guys. So be sure to follow us at pucks and bolts um, because we will have a few different episodes this week. Recapping different things that are going on with the lightning. But Casey, I think we said it, you know, this team is really responding well mm-hmm. in all different assets of the game. Um, when they have to defend, they're defending. When, they, when they're when they put in a position where they have to respond, they're responding. When they're given an opportunity to get something done in the power play, they're getting those things done. And something that we haven't hit on that is a huge facet of their game that's coming in bigger. It was actually, it was actually my last corner, Kaylee's corner that I talked about, which is, hey, I know sometimes we give the penalty kill a little bit of a hard time here, but they're actually doing much better than. Oh you yeah, do. the penalty kill is spectacular. It has been the league's best for the entire month of December. Mm-hmm. This Lightning team, their PK. Is elite right now, and they have been holding teams to almost no power play goals. This penalty kill, I mean, first of all, I think they're taking less penalties, which again was another Kaylee's corner like way back. And then recently, again, I just wanted to like give some perspective and some numbers into how well this penalty kill actually is performing. Mm-hmm. Not only are they what well, what did I say last time? fourth in the NHL, but they were the best in the NHL in the entire month of December. Casey, the penalty kill. I, I, I just didn't want to oh, no, leave there's these, no surprise. Leave
1: this
0: podcast, not talking and not <laughs> giving kudos to the penalty kill because they're performing really, really well right now.
1: Yeah. And it, and it, and it was crucial actually to point that out, Kaylee, because one of the things that we talked about in previewing the Rangers is that, um, Jed would have made them pay for it if they ended up wrapping up any sort of penalties because overnight over 80% of his goals have been collected on the power play so you know you don't want to go against guys that when they're hot they're hot especially on on power play especially on on special teams they have faced teams that have a power play guy and they've been able to eliminate them and not give them a chance I mean you and I also talked about the fact of walking out of a game and not giving a team a chance after they had five power plays is tremendous. So penalty kill does deserve a shout out. They were getting a yeah. lot of, um, they were getting a lot of sweat put on them. They were getting yeah. some question marks and then all of a sudden they turned it around. But I think a lot of that also plays into the fact that defense as a whole on even strength has been playing better. And I think that that's been translating onto the penalty kill. So a lot yeah. of great things coming together at the right time. Uh, a Kaylee, lot more for like- and and whatnot. Two oh, yeah.
0: two the quick stats on that penalty like kill.
1: split off a little bit, but that's me being nitpicky. Yeah, that's, that's- understandable. Yeah, I feel like the certain fore-
0: lines, certain lines, and certain guys could elevate their forward-checking game. But there's certain there's certain lines that are doing a really good job. Just quick numbers on that penalty kill, really quick. The penalty kill is thirty two for thirty four in the month of December the 94.1% for the that's month that's insane they have allowed just one goal in their last 26 penalty kill situations so just throwing out some numbers for you guys the special teams is doing really well Love as it. well as the even strength part of this game so this team really is rounding into um you know some of their best hockey right at the perfect time. They still currently sit third in the Atlantic with 47 points. Uh, The Bruins and the Maple Leafs ahead of them with 60 points for the Bruins, 52 for the Leafs. Uh, But Casey, we talked a little bit about our wish list, and I have a feeling that uh, Julian Breesbaugh might have something up his sleeve when it it comes to – trade deadline time and of course we will keep you guys up to date with all of that information on pucks and bolts you can follow us on Twitter at pucks and bolts Uh, but Casey you were about to get into something was were you gonna suggest we do some
1: cherry pickers for this game exactly where I was going yes um the honestly there's no other name that pops in my brain right now other than Victor Hedman Um, I think Hedy again his name hasn't been called Um, to the lengths and the likes that we're typically used to, but it doesn't mean that the work's not being put in and Hedman is coming up big and big moments. And you always just have to respect the player that he is, the skill set that he has. Uh, It's what I, what I appreciate and why I feel like his name needs to be mentioned is that uh, we talked to Brian Bradley a couple episodes ago here on pucks and bolts. And he, he even said it, he is like, you know, you typically see more goals out of Hedman and stuff out of this time, but he wasn't saying that in terms of him, not playing to his, to his standard, he was saying that that injury he collected on the West Coast tour may still be kind of a lingering issue. So what I'm hoping is that now that we're seeing Victor Hedman uh, more involved, his time on ice is going back up. Um, I feel like that alludes to the idea that he could be feeling healthier again, more himself. And once we get to that second half of the hockey season, that maybe we'll, you know, start seeing that Victor Hedman that we're that we are used to, which is just. Adding more tallies to that goal column versus being a big assist guy, but assists are just as important, guys. And Victor Hedman is is all reliable back there. I mean, I feel like this is one of his better games in a in a long time. His the way that he is basically like been a leader on that blue line, not just to keep everything in front of him, but motivate and inspire his pairing, his partner, or any other guys on the ice to do the same thing. He's a tone setter in such a spectacular way. So it was just really exciting to watch Victor Hedman play versus this Coyotes team. While everybody had a pretty great game and there was a lot of excitement to the game, it was just, you know, Hedman was this eloquent swan on the ice. Um, That's where my attention was drawn most of the game. So Heddy's my uh, cherry picker.
0: I love that and very very well deserved. Steven CM is going to be my cherry picker. 498 with He's goals now. He had a goal and an assist, so a 2-point night uh for the captain. In addition to that, he also led the well, almost led the team in uh in the faceoff dot. He was 78.6%. He had 11 11- out of 14 faceoffs that he won which again just helps contribute to the team like owning the puck and and performing well and all of that um so steven stamkos i'm casey i'm kind of sad because it just seems inevitable as the lightning get going on this road
1: trip they play the blackhawks wild
0: and the jets this week
1: yeah and it
0: just seems inevitable that now that he's at 498 that he's probably going to get to that 500 goal mark on the road which is such a bummer because you totally want to see it in person but I know the lightning and lightning vision and everybody there they're gonna do it big when he gets home but I'm just anticipating it happening on the road which again it will be a big deal people will stand and cheer and celebrate him no matter where he's at because Mm -hmm. the one thing I love about the game of hockey is that like game truly does respect game. And so the yeah. fans will, even in an away arena, the fans will stand and they'll cheer and, and he'll get his credit, but it's different when it's on home ice. Um, So I have a feeling we're going to miss that, which is a little bit of a bummer, but Steven Samkos is my cherry picker for, for that game against the coyotes. I think that, um, you know, he, he was the goal that actually was the game winning goal. Um, mm-hmm. Well, no, I guess technically not. He let, he got the, the bolts lead the first time and then they tied it up. And then Alex. Colons. Oh, was killer. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, love to see Steven Samco shine and I uh, love to see what he's doing. So Casey, he's my cherry picker for that game. Um, you mentioned 500 coming up soon though. It's coming up soon. And we also mentioned the road games. The Lightning will take on the Blackhawks tomorrow. Casey, the Blackhawks are not doing very well this season. They got rid of, you know, they got rid of their guy, hags. They got rid of a few other guys. It's a little bit of a rebuilding situation up in Chicago. Um, I don't think that this is going to be uh, an <laughs> insane say, I game. I think that the Lightning to will continue. Chicago. Yeah, I think the Lightning will be able to continue their streak. But I am really excited to see Hague's in Chicago. I think – and John Cooper said the same thing. John Cooper said, you know, in terms of what Hagel has done this year and what Hagel has done since the Lightning traded for him, Cooper said, I give the kid all the credit in the world. He's eaten rolls. He's consumed them and made the best of them because we talked about it. His role when he first came was a little bit more of that Anthony Sorelli type of role, like that shutdown line, high forward checking, not as big of a goal scorer, he and he did he played that role really well. We can see though that his natural role is to be a little bit more of a goal scorer, um, and and I love I love to see what he's doing, and I think that he's gonna absolutely shine in this game against the Blackhawks. Casey, what are your thoughts on this upcoming game in Chicago?
1: Well, I'm excited because we've talked a lot about we've raved about what the Lightning has done as of late, what they've done throughout the season, how they've built at the right time, their ability to adjust. This is one of those games where obviously you're going to take it equally as serious as a team with a way better record. But it's yes. also an opportunity to kind of um, have some fun. Uh, Coach Cooper and I got a chance to chat over Thanksgiving break, and he said that he thinks it's crucial, actually, to make sure that fun remains in the game. That's why sometimes we'll have like different exercises and practice that kind of bring back that inner child of these guys to make sure that they're loving what they do, but uh, taking it seriously, having some fun, but you can really kind of see where this team stands by how this game plays out. Um, you know, how strong is this defense and, and are these deep pairings? How well are all four lines getting involved? Is this latest Cooper shuffle, you know, as spectacular as it's felt like it's been. So I think that these kind of games are also very telling uh, they haven't, the Chicago Blackhawks, first of all, haven't won a game since December 23rd. So that's okay. a long time for a team to not win. But also when you realize they have eight wins out of a long hockey season already, it's tough. But desperate moments can secure victories in wayward times. And you don't want to be the team that gives them that on home ice. So I agree with you 100% about Hagel having this uh, great game versus them. Between his new role development, between the things that he's learned being on that top line with Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point. I don't think that the Blackhawks are going to recognize the guy that's coming back um, to the, the the a guy that's coming back to Chicago. But let's put a pin in this for just a second because, as we mentioned, Chicago's not doing too hot. We can talk about the many ways that the Bolts will have this great game. But uh, Pucks and Bolts fans, Lightning fans, we have breaking news. Kaylee's wish list uh, came true. Her stocking got filled, and what better way because. Um, well, one of her wish list things because Lightning signed defenseman Nick Perbix to a two-year contract extension. I think that is beyond well deserved. Um just
0: super smart for the Pervix Lightning too.
1: Has been spectacular. Yes. And just so people know, this isn't exciting because Purbix is this young guy who's doing X, Y, and Z. Coach Cooper wants everyone to know hey, he just did the college route. He's 24 years old, yeah. he's actually mature for this league. It's his uh, it's his ability to learn. Um, from a guy like Mikhail Sergachev, and to have a uh, versatility to his game so early in his career. So mm-hmm. love the fact that he's not afraid to lay a hit. Love the fact that he's put, that he's pushing pucks forward. He's trying to get goals. He can backtrack He skates while well, all these things. So Herbix staying with the lightning for, for a, mi- a bit here. I'm, I love this. I love this signing.
0: Yeah. It's a two year deal. It's worth, um, uh, an annual contract of 1.125 million. Um in his 29 games with the Lightning this season, he has 3 goals, 8 points. Um and he currently is tied for second among the Lightning defensemen for goals, fourth for scoring. So he's definitely creating opportunities Already as a young player. Again, he's only 24 years old. But mm-hmm. talking about a guy like heggs heggs is also 24 years old. You know who else is 24 years old? Cal foot. This is a team that and, and it's very smart of Julian breezewall Yes, they have a lot of veterans, but along with that, you have to start getting and developing um some young guys a, as right. well, and have some guys in between because you know, the stammers, the killers of the world, they're, you know, 33, 34. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point, you know what I mean? They're, they're going to want to retire and spend some time with their families and, and change up their life a little bit right now. They're very dedicated. Very, I don't want to scare anybody. They're very dedicated. They're very focused on winning another Stanley Cup for the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Tampa Bay area. Um, however, it's really smart to think about the next generation of veteran players that you can grow within this organization. Nick Perbix super smart player really smart defenseman really talented guy that has fit perfectly in this system and that's a really smart move in my opinion by Julian Brisebois to uh to have him signed for two more years
1: and great timing too um because if you think about it Ternak, Mikhail Sergachev, Anthony Sorelli these guys just got their you know their big contracts this past summer Nick Paul when you think about the guys that are that are going to be the core part of this team very, very soon here. Um, you see a lot of skill in a great core building around, but I also just look at the fact that Chernak, I think is 25, Mikhail Sergachev. So the age range in which these guys are getting these extensions and getting this, um, you know, ability to know that this is going to be their home. This is going to be their team for a minute. That gives a different layer of confidence. And I think it elevates guys games in many ways as well. 100%. So the timing between age, the contract extensions, a uh, great play here. We know that, um Julian has pulled off some magic and I think that we'll see a little bit more in these next few weeks coming up but um quickly pivoting back to Chicago before we wrap up here Kaylee and this is a guy who should play a heck of a game in Chicago versus a team that's not doing so hot uh I think Stammer gets 500 in Chicago I think Heggs um shows his team it's that it's that like it's that when you bump into your ex kind of thing and you look completely (laughs) different like Hegel's about to go back to Chicago and be unrecognizable, in my personal opinion. But That's amazing. Like, I you love it. Like, oh, she didn't cook and clean when we were together, but now like she's whipping up five course meals and wearing stilettos. Like, Heggs, go do your thing. Walk your walk, buddy, because this team's not going to know what to do with you in this top line. Uh, uh, Nikita Kucherov's also going to be heading into this game with 40 assists. He sits at the top of the league with now three other guys, which there's no surprise here. And I think it's Connor McDavid. Uh, keeping him company there and then eric carlson um we know he's one of the best defensemen in the league as well so in great company but i Thank love to see know. the little shuffle is taking place at the top of the boards there kucherov remains in the conversation still with not enough respect on his name but it's fine it's fine there's a different conversation that comes about in uh in playoffs in the end of the season but heading into this game with 40 assists is huge um And just to see what Kucherov brings to the table, game in and game out. And I think for Kucherov, okay, after we saw that whole empty netter moment where he like dangled it for Heggs and then Heggs obviously collects his second goal of the night. Do you not believe that they're going to head to Chicago and Kucherov's going to set up his, his baby brother, whatever bromance. Imagine the ways that these guys are going to set each other up. Brayden points going to come in and and dance the night away. Kucherov is going to make sure baby bro has a, great game or you know shows off in front of his ex-girlfriend and then they're going to march along after this game so there's no reason we won't see a lot of excitement and uh most important thing that stands out to me Kaylee I'm not going to do problematic players or anything like that I'm just going to say this this is a game where all four lines better have a night
0: yeah 100% because they have the opportunity to because of the way that Chicago has been playing this is a really great opportunity to take advantage of Casey, I love it. I love what you said. I'm really excited for the first line to shine, but not just the first line, all lines. Let's get some con- contribution from, from everybody. I want to see, I want to see. I'm gonna call out, you know, we, we saw some stuff from Alex Kalorn. Let's see Anthony Sorelli in the score box. I want to see Ross Colton back in there, maybe Corey Perry, Pat Maroon. Ross
1: Colton, but it's time for Patty to get the next one. Yeah,
0: like, let's let's get some from Patty. Big rig. Let's go.
1: Yeah. You don't just have to drop the gloves, guys. You can throw them in the back of the net, too, and this is a game that you should be able to do so. I think we could see some interesting assists in this game, too. Like, yeah. um, So a lot a lot of things that we're looking forward to. Obviously, as Kaylee mentioned earlier, guys, we will keep you covered on all of the excitement revolving around uh, this hockey team in Tampa Bay, the hockey town. And uh, follow us at Pucks and Bolts because – We'll let you know when we're going to have those mini. So it's coming back with the guys on the road. Obviously there's no practice and stuff here, um, but we're excited to recap this game and keep you posted as your team hits the road. And Kaylee, I think that we're starting off the new year on a very strong note. Um, yes, I agree.
0: And, and like you said, Casey, Pucks and Bolts fans, you guys can find the podcast wherever you guys get your podcast and we will have updates for you guys this week. Let's see. Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So we will have some post game situations going on for you. So be sure to follow us at pucks and bolts on Twitter. And then also wherever you guys find your podcast, search for pucks and bolts, turn on the auto download function. The best place to do it is the odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app. Turn on auto download for Pucks and Bolts. Anytime we have a new episode, which, like I said, this week is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we will come straight into your phone with that new episode so that you can stay up to date on the latest and greatest in Tampa Bay Lightning hockey. I'm Kaylee Mizell. You can find me at Kaylee Mizell. She's Casey Hudson. You can find her at the Sports Case. That's K A S E. And we will see you guys next. Well, next time.